COVID pod conversations about the coronavirus epidemic and the times around it. Now we will be speaking with Chitra Patabiraman, who is at the Department of Neurovirology at Nimhans in Bangalore, India. She is an early career fellow through the India Alliance and an old high school friend of mine. A little disclaimer before we begin. I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning with a sore throat when I decided to ring Chitra to record this episode. So you hear a bit of that in the beginning. And then Chitra would like to add that the feelings and opinions she expresses in this interview are her own. Enjoy. Hey, how are you? Uh, good ish. Um, mm. How are you? Yeah, it's just my my throat feels a bit sore and uh, I've been feeling a little bit up and down. Like, I can't remember, now maybe it's nearing a week or at least five days or so mm. since I got mm. the first feeling that I had some kind of symptoms and for me they started off with like a scratchy gooey throat but I felt off in my head yeah I kind of started feeling paranoid (laughs) and just kind of a little feverish and the next morning that was when I walked into the bathroom with my son singing COVID-19 don't come here COVID-19 don't come here and I felt like I was COVID-19 walking into that bathroom (laughs) because I felt quite poorly that morning and then Mm. a couple of days later Elof uh, was also knocked out feeling like uh, he was feverish I've definitely got a cold this I know and the children have been sneezing and coughing and the little one he's um, he's got a bit of a cloggy nose right now Mm. and I think what I'm dealing with that is hard especially as I try to grasp this situation is that there are lots of us with these sorts of mild mild symptoms and when you look Mm. up what it says about COVID-19 on the public health agency's websites it's obvious that most people have mild symptoms that resemble a cold but it could also just be a cold of some other strain (laughs) or it could be this and I just think that it would be really optimal from a public health standpoint if those who think they've had it could know if they have actually had this because then eventually when we do become symptom-free we can contribute to being like uh, out and helping and having some of yeah having some herd immunity Mm. in action making Mm. some of those contacts that have to happen out there non-transmissive but uh Mm. this is impossible to know they're developing a serology oh that's that's just taking time but it's there like it's it's been published two days back Mm. and if all of us are working on this as the priority oh that's great like we are and just just to clarify in in bangalore Mm. yeah like with serology, you mm. mean probably, uh, well, a test to see if IgG. you have antibodies. 
for so i am pushing to see if you have igg antibodies not even igm mm-hmm. and what's so the difference so not acute phase antibodies so right. so you make iga and igm initially mm-hmm. for mucosal and uh, acute immune response i see and then you shift to igg which gives you an idea that you've had it in the past i see and because we know this virus is new and mm-hmm. the population doesn't seem to have a pre-existing immunity that's interfering with it just by looking at preliminary data mm-hmm. it is very likely that you are igg positive that you've been exposed to covid-19 right uh, and we need that particularly for health workers and so on like we have a population of 1.3 billion here right we are not going to have enough people in the workforce if we don't have this test so i'm really pushing hard for it yeah. um we will probably get it sorted in say within 3 4 weeks and that's have the amazing. test ready in a month Oh, that's amazing and huh? uh, i have two questions uh, so about this is, so in the us this will be done faster because uh, there is a lab that has published everything they've made all the protein constructs everything available so anyone who looks up their recipe can make the protein that's generating the immunogenic response so basically it's a spike protein on top of the virus a little editorial note so the spike proteins are proteins that are on the surface of the virus that our immune systems can potentially detect and respond to by generating antibodies against but of course to be able to do a test to find out if you have these antibodies it would be ideal to test for their presence in blood so basically so you make a you make a response in the blood as well so this was not a given we didn't know this till these guys did the experiment whether the immunity would only be in the mucosal layer mm-hmm. or also in the blood right. but it looks like there is an uh, there is uh, activation immune activation oh. in the blood because you do have igg and igm both so wait a second and, but uh, but again just to get into the uh, mm. actual practical details so the way this test would mm. work if it's starting to get rolled out is that it will again be based on blood tests looking at the igg so antibodies so basically you take blood. a pin prick yeah you oh. you take like 2 3 microliters oh, of blood and uh, oh. and is yeah. it something that they can automate or uh, like sort of uh, optimize to such an extent that you can just do a pin prick and get a readout within minutes or is it i mean they could uh, the issue will be that you will it, it is unlikely to be a home test no but you can maybe go uh, you can have these maybe screening centers where people could just kind of yeah. go in and uh, yeah but but the thing is i think that they will also push for a home test because it's so clear that if we could have this data like in the sense that the way 23 and me has something sent in a packet you do the pin prick yes and you get the result and you just take a photograph or whatever and then send it back up like for interpretation yeah like have an app that records the data or something i i think people will push for this because it's really 7 billion people who will be infected over the next 2 years next i asked chitra about some of the other research efforts that are underway to tackle the covid-19 situation yeah the focus is on vaccines or to see if there is are antivirals that work right and also things like how long does it stay on different surfaces this has been the focus of the research like immediate focus i think that it's good whatever people can do and are good at doing if they do that that's a good thing exactly uh, we don't need to put all our resources into vaccine making immediately uh, what you said about how for instance how long it stays on different surfaces those kinds of questions i think these will also be very useful if we start getting some clearer answers i read for yeah. instance that it might be able to stay on plastics for up to 3 days or so 
and yeah uh, that's right and this made I me i mean i have seen the research yeah, like for, i've seen the paper that said this hmm. right and for me in the in the first part of my self isolation i did take my child to the playground nearby but then now i'm like not doing that anymore uh, so so i think it's already making some difference on the implementation level all this mm-hmm. research that's happening so yeah also mm-hmm. like for hospitals to know when to clean for people to know in shops how many how often to clean door knobs absolutely oh uh, uh, my god yeah yeah but it's hard <laughs> i i understand it's that it's, it's a lot of it's i understand that it's a situation especially in india where the population and the population density and attitudes and we are on curfew today do you know that ah we are on a day long curfew okay. uh, it's called the janta curfew it's a self imposed curfew for an entire day mm-hmm. and we all think that it's testing the waters for a week of lockdown right and uh, so you're basically uh, not leaving for anything at all or are, are you la- yeah uh, are you there i'm here yes yes so are you basically uh, not leaving the home for anything at all exactly. or not even if exactly. you need food so you just sort of make seven. it through so this was announced a few days ago so that people would pre- prepare a uh, plan mm-hmm. yeah and uh, and is it working like there's nobody out on the streets as far as you can see as far as you've heard oh, well there's some people out in the street Mm. Uh, but the amount of traffic on this road is quite low that's all i can see for now mm. and i know most people i know are following it yes so i mean that's the best that's really good go in any case point. that they're having I mean, this trial yeah anything and... we can do to reduce things i think it works uh, but to me it doesn't yeah. seem like this should be a trial run it seems like this should be the beginning of just continuing to do it right away i think that the country is uh, they don't want to have widespread panic and like panic buying and they right. want to make sure that the supply chains and essential stuff it's are happening. in yeah. place so they know what is essential also in a, in a little, like some sense of that mm-hmm. and i think in a week from now if india continues to be in the exponential and keeps doubling every 3 days mm-hmm. uh then they will put in like stronger measures because they've increased testing here now yeah. anybody who's uh, had has gone outside india and is asymptomatic is also getting tested healthcare workers are getting tested mm-hmm. they've opened all centers so from tomorrow i'll probably be part of testing amazing so Uh so yeah i mean so things are happening it's just that are they fast enough and are they at the scale that is needed for something like this because it's just that i think some people are still like oh this is just a cold yeah. uh everyone is going i mean and it's not it's not wrong it's just that the scale of it and the speed of it that is, is the thing that isn't it really fathom exactly because hmm. like i mean it it is from what i understand i mean the coronavirus family is a family of viruses that do cause just the common cold that we don't think twice about normally it's just mm. that this particular mm. one is something that we don't have immunity to in the population as far as uh we are aware allowing it to really spread quickly and widely in a way that uh, other cold viruses in the past probably have not been able to do um yeah, so accurate? it's more infectious yeah so it does spread better we don't know why but it right. does spread better mm. and it is killing slightly more i mean it's killing which yeah. common cold doesn't usually do mm. so uh so yeah there is there is uh definitely a case fatality rate right i mean it might be lower than what we are estimating right now but it's definitely there yeah. and it seems to be pretty bad for older people so right. i mean these things are quite clear yeah there's lots of like comorbidities also increasing in our aging populations in many 
countries at the moment in terms of uh, uh, heart disease or diabetes or cancer. And then, of course, we've got lots of places that also have worsened air conditions. And uh, I wonder if all of these are also sort of adding to this like perfect environment for this bug. To... So this is known, like people with cardiac uh, problems are at the highest risk right. than people with diabetes and hypertension and so on. Mm. But people with cardiac problems, at least from the data from China, is very high. Their case fatality rate is touching 20%. That's insane. Yeah. So so that's, I mean, that's why, like, even if, like, you know, mm. young people are going to take, especially in societies like India where people are living with their parents and so on. Right. Um, just by going out, you are putting the people at home at risk. Yeah, this yeah. And that's the end of this interview with Chitra. But going forward, I'll continue coverage of the pandemic and its responses in India. Thanks for listening.